Welcome to More Than No Podcast. We are back. We're pumping these out this month. It's been my commitment to get back on track with these podcasts. So I'm really excited for today's uh, special guest. It's my brother-in-law, Bryce Thompson. So appreciate you being here, my yeah, friend. Absolutely. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, I can't believe that this is the first one that we're doing together. I know. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah, we've been living together now for a little over nine months. You guys will actually be moving out of here. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Couple, couple weeks here, a few weeks. Yeah. So that'll that'll be uh, that'll be cool to see the next journey and chapter of your guys's life, as well as a, for us, for me as well. And I think maybe we'll talk a little bit about that today yeah. uh, during today's podcast. But I uh, just wanted to say before we get into today's podcast, since I'm going to be busting these out, we're going to be having a lot of really s- cool special guests week after week on this show. Um, so if you're somebody who wants to join the More Than No podcast, if you are in the Phoenix Valley, please reach out to me and let us know. If you're somebody who's just watching this and enjoys watching the show, please like, share, subscribe, and comment below. It's absolutely free to do so. Your support is 100% free, and all it takes is just the click of a button to keep this show on the road. So with that being said, I am wearing my hat backwards, but I'm going to be doing two podcasts in a row. Last last podcast with Blake Redman, I was I was Sammy Listo certified, and I am still Sammy Listo certified, so I just have it um, backwards. So be sure to check out SammyListo.com for all of his new music that's coming out, and I'm wearing a Sammy Listo cutoff is what we'd like to say in honor of him as well today. So Montana Mountain Man cutoff is also something that Matt Quigley likes to say, and he's a sponsor of the show too, Trials and Tribulation Clothing. So be sure to check him out. He has a few different brands as well. So I'm always looking forward to supporting small brands. And this show is not something that I'm continually, I'm not getting paid big bucks through these big brands to support their products. So I want to support my friends and family who are doing great things. And with that being said, I have Bryce here, who is my brother-in-law, and you. we just celebrated the grand opening of Sunshine, Sunshine Sparkle Face on uh, Saturday up in Cave Creek. So I'd like to get into a little bit of the journey up to this point as you've owned a few different businesses uh, together with my sister and maybe have to backtrack a little bit um, to how you guys met and then from the progression of where you guys met, if you could break it down like super quickly. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we met back in 2016. Actually, all of us were getting ready to go out to the gorge uh, to Paradiso. All of us had to cancel for one reason or another. So you, uh, you're the matchmaker. Got me. Yeah, they got call me, me Cupid. That's for yeah. sure. Got me in contact uh, with Jesse because <laughs> because we live in small town Montana and she was out in Portland. So uh, it was a little bit easier to to sell my ticket out there. And then uh, the the first Snapchat that she ever sent me was her. Uh, with this uh, rubber chicken, she had like Middle Eastern hippie music going on in the background. And she was just dancing this little rubber chicken around, <laughs> and I was the only one that responded out of like all of her Snapchat friends. And that it was like <laughs> from that first night, we we're like, okay, we're the, we're each other's weirdos. <laughs> so um, moved out to I was already on my way out to Portland for culinary school, uh, and moved out there. And and uh, at that point, we had been dating long distance for a couple of months. Uh, moved in together really quickly that the next uh, fall we were engaged and the next summer we were married. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and and in that time we've had, so you had mentioned Sunshine Sparkle Face, which is actually our second business uh, together. So the first one was Caprenzo, our our Italian food truck with Montana Roots. Uh, We had that for a couple years and that was was awesome. It was really fast paced and uh, we learned a lot from it, but it was, there came a time when it was time to let it go. Uh, so we we sold that, and then uh, now with our with our adventure down here, uh, 
Jesse has been selling, uh, Jesse, your mom and your grandma have been selling their art out of our house for a couple years now and, and going under the, under the name Sunshine Sparkle Face. And so April came uh, of this year and Jesse was like, you know what, it's time to get into a store. So uh, we very quickly found a space up in Cave Creek that we wanted to, uh, which, which was the area that we wanted to be in. It reminded us a lot of a home in Montana, small town feel, lots of good people, smell of horse crap around the corner. Um, and so got into that, uh, signed our lease there in April and was open, uh, opened our doors July 1st. And it's been an awesome ride for the last couple of months. That's outstanding. Well, and we'll dive a little bit deeper into the Sunshine Sparkle Feast and your vision, your vision that there. And, and obviously, I know a lot of that's with my sister. So I definitely would love to have Jesse on the show and, and her and I can talk about that. And, um, you know, I know that you guys are a team and you're, you're, you're doing real estate as well. But let's just backtrack just a little bit to about a year ago. And a year ago is you guys were living in Portland, Oregon. You, yeah. you owned a home. And so during that time, you decided to make the move to Arizona. And so talk about the transition of wanting to make the move about a year ago and then finding your way down here into the desert and, and what that's meant to you and, and really the reasoning behind it all. Yeah, so over the the last couple, even even more so than a year ago, I mean, we had we had a plan put in place uh, when when things started to change in 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 Oregon as far as um, I guess when when COVID hit, we had a plan put it put in place that was like, okay, if, if this happens, we're going to adjust this way. If this happens, we're going to adjust this way. And and over the course of about eighteen months, that everything that we had in our plan to adjust a certain way happened and so it was like we had we had this plan put in place and it was just like unfolding in front of us even though it was just like it was just a plan in case these things happened and so with all of those all of those events um actually unfolding we got to a place where we're like okay you know what i i think that it's time for a change we would like to be somewhere else and so Arizona, I mean, one, Arizona was number one on our list. Um, one, uh, you guys have a lot of family down here. You were coming back down here. And it's also a quick hop, hop, skip and a jump from all of our family that's in Montana. Um, and so with the, with the decision to, to come down here, I mean, we, we, ha- we owned our home in Oregon and decided to put that on the market. And that was... Um, that was our first, uh, our first time selling a house. So it was actually with, with me being in real estate, it was a, it was an excellent, um, uh, opportunity for me to like actually go through that Mm. process. And so it, it allowed me to have another sense of like empathy and understanding and knowledge in the industry that I was actually uh, participating in. Um, it allowed us to uh, get ourselves completely out of debt with some student loans and whatnot. Um, so we were com- able to completely pay that off and then um, come down here and, and start the next chapter. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, a lot of really, a lot of transition that had to happen in the, in the last year or two. And, and that's, it's all of it leads to growth. And ultimately, I feel that the transition that you made was in the best, best decision for you guys in your future. And Obviously, there's some exciting news that's that's a, happening and the things that are going on. You're going to be accept, expecting your firstborn child, so yeah. I'll be having my my first nephew, Larkin, 
in the sometime this spring. So yeah. stepping into everything that you're doing right now and, and then the new position and role that you will be stepping in here in the future. How are you feeling? How are you feeling about that, about becoming a father here in the spring? I am so excited. It has it it was something that um, I mean, both personally, Jesse and I on our own for a long time were were nose on having children. Um, and even and then when we came together as as a couple and, and being married, even for the first like half of our marriage, we we didn't think that we wanted children. Um, and then over the course of the last probably 18 months, two years, we had started you know, like, you know what? OK, maybe maybe some sometime in the future, <clears throat> excuse me, sometime in the future, we could we could see ourselves having children. And then o- over the course of a couple of months, it it really solidified into a like, okay, you know what, we would be awesome parents. And it's also like, there were, there were some scary things going on in the world. And, and you get into that mindset where you're like, you know what, why would I want to bring a, chi- a child into this world? And then you have that realization where it's like, you know what, people, people like us, the good people that have a good head on their shoulders can teach a, a child the, 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 how to be kind and empathetic and, and, how how to see the magic in the world and bring all of these positive things to the world that's the kind of child that needs to be raised and so it it finally got to a, a time this this last spring actually my my 32nd birthday uh was may 14th and it was crazy because we were uh we were having a, a pool party we were floating around in the pool and we we looked at each other and we th- this was the first time that we actually verbalized like you know what we're ready to have kids and three days later, we had the positive pregnancy. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's so beautiful, man. Yeah. yeah, it happens quickly. I mean, obviously, the situation in, in, in my life has happened really quickly in the last nine months. And I'm, I'm incredibly grateful to be in that position as well. And, and to see see you and Jesse come full circle in, in your... Uh, just your understanding as well as your stance on on children and consciousness and what that means to really step into that next level of, of responsibility as humans yeah. and what our true meaning and purpose is and and bringing in new life new new seeds of life into this world I believe is such a beautiful thing and and ultimately like you did say is that the world world does require more people more conscious people bringing in more conscious babies yeah. and it's because obviously you can get lost in the sauce you can get lost in the mix of of the things that are going on I mean you could walk outside your door and 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 be in conflict any day of the week you yeah. can turn on the TV and be in conflict any day of the week and ultimately it is it's troubling times right now but ultimately at the end of the day we do have the responsibility to be the change as much as we can within our own autonomous lives yeah. you know we don't have to be Paul Revere and hop on a, a a high horse and wave a flag and and take down the establishment but ultimately our us being the the rebels of building building a family being a monogamous committed mm-hmm. relationships getting yourself getting ourselves out of debt being successful entrepreneurs i mean that within itself is a threat to the establishment so it's really cool to see you and my sister being able to step into that role and responsibility as as a couple and as well as finding out on your own you know is what you really truly want in life and so what do you what do you you're having a, a baby boy yep correct so you guys did find out yeah yeah so what do you I, I know I know it's hard to di- dial it down but I, I I'll, actually I'll start with this first what are you most nervous about about <laughs> having a son or just a, a child in general being able to feel like I have the capability of 
teaching him to to be the type of man that I know is required in this world and giving him the skills to have the skill set to have a successful life and and that skill set is emotionally physically mentally um, the way that he has the way that he navigates relationships the how can he take care of a household how can he be a good friend how can he be a good husband down the road how can he be a good human to himself and and have self-understanding and be able to navigate those emotions and the you can you can get lost in the sauce thinking of all these deep uh i guess existential thoughts when it comes to having to having a child and just like understanding that I just have to do my best that of, of what I have at the time because I'm I'm going to continue to grow as a human being Absolutely. as well. And so I may I may not have like I, sometimes you get that end goal in mind as to okay what's he going to be like when he's a man but it's like okay what am how how am I transforming as a man now because the the end goal that I already have in place for him is exactly where I'm at right now. Like okay, I'm, we're we're now bringing a child into this world, and how can I continue to to grow and nurture myself, and then have that be a, a natural progression into nurture, nurturing him? The best way to teach is to lead, yep. and that's really ultimately what I've began to really understand is the best way to teach is to just lead, to do, to be, to be those things, to mm-hmm. to uh, find the find the best within yourself and your day-to-day and what has you operate at your best and ultimately since children are so young and there's like sponges and and unprogrammed computers essentially i mean the programming that we put them through is ultimately going to be on us Mm -hmm. and we decide we decide how they are programmed and we're going to make mistakes along the way so you're not going to be free free from situations that 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 you looking back and with hindsight would change but ultimately being being our best one day at a time is going to lead them and teach them and, and, and shape them cultivate them into the men and women that we know that they're capable of and the greatest part of it all is i know that our children are going to be so much more conscious than us yeah. as well as grow up in such a different household and a different environment than we are and that and that in and of itself Get, that's what get, anchors me in faith. So when I'm anchored in faith is a state of knowing that these children aren't going to have some of the same situations that I had. It's going to be a little bit different, but that's okay because then they won't have some of these challenges, but challenges are going to arise. They're going to have challenges. I mean, this is what cre- this is what creates people that have resilience, mental fortitude. They can begin to better learn about themselves. If it was easy, I don't, I don't seek my children to have an easy life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I seek my children to have a a life a life of understanding, a life of love, to feel love, to be loved, to be worthy and enough, but also one of compassion, understanding, objectivity, and and ultimately have them go and face their own challenges. And so for me as stepping into the role as a father, it's me me saying like I can't save them from everything because that's mm-hmm. something like man I don't want them to go through what I did. But then I look at I've said this before and I and I'll say it again is me having children in the sport of wrestling, for instance. Mm-hmm. And I've always said I'm I'm not, I'm not against it. I just don't know if I want to put them through it. And then ultimately people ask me is like, well, how would you arrive to where you're at today without going through something like that? And that really has rung true because 
man, how true, how, how true is that? Like without going through some of the trials and tribulations of our lives, we want to be the, we want to be the men that we are today. So instead of coddling and putting, putting and, and not allowing growth to happen, we have to allow some autonomy and allow them to have their freedoms and allow them to have the chances chances and opportunities to make mistakes and to mm-hmm. be honest with you that's probably not probably it's my what i'm most nervous of because i'm i'm like i, I want to protect them at all costs yeah and in reality that's not the truth of life yeah yeah and absolutely <clears throat> you know and so it's 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 a because it's like man i don't I, I want them to grow learn and expand and but they have to they have to fail and they have to have challenges and belts of adversity so mm-hmm. i'm really looking forward to to that and being a, being an uncle 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 josh would be cool and being a father myself and you're an uncle to our, our baby boy or baby girl so that'd be exciting as well yeah. and obviously a crazy times right now that <laughs> your wife my sister is pregnant and four weeks ahead of my fiance who will be my future wife mm-hmm. um so maybe share a little bit about that man it's <laughs> it's that's such a wild wild experience that we're stepping into yeah. is like but all of us go from like not having and or wanting children for a for a, a part in time <laughs> to now having the possibility to where if Jesse goes a little bit late and Jordan goes a little bit early, our kids could be like almost exactly <laughs> no. the same age. Like the same week, the same yeah. day. Yeah, I mean. and that and that's wild. And it's 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 so cool though at the same time because I I have a really small family. Mm. There's only a couple of cousins like I have one brother and then just a couple of cousins. And so I, I have always been envious of people with large families, with large crews, and then also like cousins that are really tight knit because my cousins are all over the, all over the place. We're close enough for like what it is, but just distance has kept us from being like the, what our kids are going to have the opportunity to have. And just the, the ability for them to have that that partner that cousin from day one it's so awesome yeah i mean it's it's they're gonna be like brother and or sister exactly it, i mean that's that's what it is uh, and what a ble- what a blessing that yeah. will, that will be you know because jordan and i are waiting so yep. i'll be i i would say hut, hut, I'll be I'll be hiking it out with the with the midwife. Yeah, and so we'll see if it f- actually goes to plan like that. Yeah, um, but we'll we'll Jordan and I will know on the day that the baby's born. Yeah, and so if if Larkin is going to be having a a boy cousin or a girl cousin, but regardless, it's it's cool to to see that being built. And and likewise on my end, same same situation. Truly, I have one sister, and we never really had a big family, mm-hmm. and. All of our family was spread out, whether it be in Minnesota and or in the East Coast somewhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we didn't really have, we were just essentially brother and sister and had no, you know, me, no cousins, mm-hmm. just, you know, everybody was on the East Coast. And so it's it's cool to be able to be in that position to have our children to grow up together and us to continually develop our relationship as, as families and to... And and to be in that situation where you know we can make the change and we can break the cycle and and have tight knit family get-togethers and, and gatherings and and sorts that aren't ridden with a lot of 
chaos or drama or all, anything else yeah. that that becomes involved in, in family gatherings and, yeah. and in families. I know. We were we were talking the other day, and we we were like, man, imagine because we were talking about the the next generation and being able to like how conscious our kids are going to be. Right. And we were like, man, imagine thirty years from now when they've already had. 30 years of this conscious living and I mean we've been on it for a handful of years but to like really stepping in and diving into our process and diving into our healing and and just imagine what it's going to like how far ahead of us at this point they have the opportunity to be yeah it's 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 truly it's truly a beautiful thing and and for me I mean, just being in the position, I know that you guys are in a different situation than we are. So, obviously, I know my my sister would would have loved to go forth with a natural at home birth, and obviously, there's some medical stipulations uh, amongst Jesse. So she's just taking it day by day and the best that she can, you know. And we're in a position for now to be working through a midwife, and so it's really interesting situation to, you know, to have the opportunity to deliver a baby at our home, mm-hmm. you know, try and and have that chance to really get incredibly go back to being primal and and going to our primal roots so that's allowing me to step up and just seeing seeing the difference of just birth approaches not be, not because it's our parents fault of what we've gone through but I even understand that our approach as well as your approach regardless of where the baby is going to be born in your guys's situation due to your circumstance is a lot of the situations after childbirth are going to be quote unquote I don't like to use this word because it just shows like how against the grain it is, but ultimately it's unorthodox Mm -hmm. in our approach and against the societal norms. So preparing for that as a father, what do you foresee in yourself that's going to be really required heading into these next years and months due to your unorthodox approach to raising a child? (laughs) First and foremost, mental fortitude when it comes to unsolicited and outside advice yeah right yeah <laughs> everybody's got an asshole yeah and they all stink yeah absolutely <laughs> I mean, the, it's like opinions are like assholes and yeah. everybody's got one they all stink yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean really that and and standing firm in our faith that you know what now is our time to step into our family jesse and i can can guide our family and raise our family in any way that we see fit and continuing to educate ourselves and be kind in the process and and just understand also also know that there there's a blend of i mean we're we're getting back to we're stepping back into the more natural and way way of of raising a child and and of having a child that was years ago before um, a lot of the medical practices of today have stepped in but there's there's good on both sides and there's bad on both sides and so under like understanding that especially with our situation sometimes the 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 medical side that we wouldn't necessarily take is is um, it can be a blessing and it can can be a good thing especially uh, when it comes to like if if there are complications if there were to be any sort of complications there's so much more help Hmm. now than if this if if it were to be a hundred years ago yeah go ahead and so as as natural as we can is how we're going to be but also like having having faith and and that understanding that um that there is so much more medical help out there right if it were needed 
Which is awesome. Exactly. You're really tiptoeing the line and you just have to decipher and, and really play both sides both sides mm-hmm. of, of the game, really. Yeah. You know, so it's a interesting interesting situation to be in right now. There's a lot of opinions as you as mm-hmm. you stated and there's a lot of unsolicited advice yeah. that's being projected onto people and how to raise children or what to do and what not to do and mm-hmm. and I really feel like that we are part of the first generation specifically in our family that we are going to be doing things that they didn't do for us and not that it makes what they did right or wrong it's just that you all that you know is what you know yeah well and I feel like I feel like our our generation and and maybe give or take a a handful of years is like there was there was the old school and then there was the introduction of this new school and global globalization and industrialization and all of these products and all of these methods were were brought to the forefront and were thought to be this fantastic new wave of everything yeah the end i'll be all revolutionary yeah Yeah. and now there's enough data (laughs) to where like some of these products like they're not what they were marketed to us as and and we have decades now of data to where things are starting to happen physically with people things i mean go down the list absolutely you know without without getting long-winded you can go down the list of all these practices of all these products and so now there's a I feel like there's a shift happening happening mentally and even in in all of these industries to where things are starting to revert back but not losing that forward progression of in certain ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with with new, with new, you just have to have I just feel like you have to be able to decipher and filter out the information and really do your own research and mm-hmm. and with that then you make educated decisions based off of of your own findings and trusting your own gut your gut yeah your instincts in your gut but ultimately for me it's really getting back and back to at our truest rooted form what do I feel is best and then taking taking in consideration the new age advancements that are happening Mm -hmm. things that i can take because of because we've evolved and seeing okay well how can i play the game how can i play the game on both sides to best utilize the tools and assets and availability of this information Mm -hmm. as well as availability of the the modalities and or resources and or services that are provided on both sides yeah and so then that allows you to, because if you're just closed-minded, I feel that if you're closed-minded to completely shut off to one side or the other, I do feel that you're limiting yourself. You're limiting yourself to a lot of information. You're limiting yourself to a lot of service and a lot of value. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, that's like across. That's a blanket statement across right. the board. And yeah. so, and so I mean, it's it's very interesting position to be in right now. It's 2022. We're moving into 2023. We are. Stepping into the final quarter of the year. Yeah, the final, weeks, yeah. yeah, final quarter of the year. You know, and, and heading into it. So, um, we're just going to wrap this up here in the next in the next couple minutes. Uh, I know we didn't get into a lot of things, but definitely we'd have to have you on the podcast again and have Jesse on here as well at some yeah. at some point. Um, where can everybody find you specifically, and then the shop? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook, Bryce Thompson. Uh, where I have my personal page and my also my real estate page, uh, which will be uh, uh, Bryce Thompson EXP Realty. Uh, you can find me at uh, on Instagram at bryce.kr.thompson. Um, and then the, the shop, Sunshine Sparkle Face, is on, on uh, Facebook, a Sunshine Sparkle Face. Uh, Instagram, Sunshine underscore Sparkle Face. And then uh, website coming up really soon. 
Outstanding. So I'm really looking forward to seeing all the success within that. So be sure to check them out on all all platforms. And if you received insight, value, and inspiration from today's More Than No podcast episode, please like, share, comment, subscribe, and just let people know that this podcast is something that's going to be available for the, the upcoming months, upcoming years, and I'd love to hear your story. So if you're somebody in the Phoenix Valley, I'm only doing in-person podcasting right now, but if you feel that you have something valuable and insight to offer to this podcast as well as all the listeners here, please send me your submission. You can find me at More In The Know on all platforms, and you can see all of the different platform links, social media links down below. Be sure to check out Sammy Listo. Thank you once again, Sammy, for your contribution and just you being a beautiful spirit. Farmsushi.com for all your primal meats and organs. Fieldsupplements.com for the best and highest quality clinically dosed supplements on the entire market. Sonicals.com for cold plunges, breath work, Surrender.com for any anything that makes you soar, transform, and be your best self. And we have so many different beautiful things going on. And I just want to say thank you once again, Bryce, for being my special guest today. And I uh, look forward to the future, my man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on.